here's an interesting fact about Bulgaria. If I'm if remembering this correctly, I think they produce a lot of people. They love sumo wrestling there. What uh, really? Uh, is this Bulgaria? Oh, I might be in trouble. Oh, you're thinking um, of Japan, Pete. I think it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. Andrew, I'm calling the American government and telling them that these people who have more than one friend are a socialist coup and they're gonna get <laughs> they're gonna they're they're a so they're a, a burgeoning socialist society and the don't worry about it the american well, government will take it from there wink know what i mean andrew well that is true i mean they have lots of friends right so i mean yeah. that's you gotta get them out of it you, you can't have that many people congregating together we gotta break that up yep yep it's like hey everyone over there is happy and they're taking care of each other and they're not uh you know working for corporate interests or whatever and america's like furious just like steaming in their seat and they're making a phone call you know i feel like this is like a recurring theme on the past like five episodes <laughs> right up top pete brings up how much he hates corporate america it's uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's 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 on brand for you, Pete. It's good. Well, it's got to be my, uh, you know, I work for. Uh, let me think. I'm Jeff. I'm Jeff Bezos's uh, right hand man, so I gotta cut loose oh. when I can. You know what I mean? I gotta. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> I, when I use my when stage you... name, and uh... <laughs> you're just you're just talking be- just between friends, right? You know, just just, just yeah. us. Yeah, just us. You know what I mean? Right. I kind of let let I kind of let the steam out. You know, right before I go back to uh, monopolizing every single uh, pr- product distributing system in the in, a, in the united states right. well hey, Andrew, speaking of monopoly speaking <laughs> yeah, of monopoly, speaking of monopoly <laughs> we're talking about board games on this podcast well, yeah we're gonna switch it up and talk about board games from here on out i uh or at right. least for a little bit and which two-player board game are we talking about this week that's a good question andrew you think i know the answer no i'm just kidding of course i know the answer <laughs> we didn't we, prepare anything well, oh, no. No. <laughs> all right now andrew and i will stop the recording and then in the magic of editing we'll come back in one month after we've played this game now uh <laughs> andrew of course we're playing twixt today uh which uh, we have actually mentioned uh, briefly before for the quick-eared listener you know uh, i don't know yeah. if your ear can be quick but um the careful ear of the of the listener might have heard us mention twixt before yeah I, this is a game that i'm not sure very many people unless you're of a certain age we'll say you may not have heard of this game because it's well spoiler alert is no longer in print mm. um but it, you know it was popular back in like the 60s and 70s uh but it's called twixt that's T-W-I-X-T with a capital T on the end, which I kind of like. Yeah, that is true. They made a very specific, I want to say font choice. No, but it's capitalization choice. (laughs) Let's say that maybe the caps lock was uh, was on. No, this was before (laughs) caps lock. Uh, Did typewriters have caps lock? Maybe. Yeah. You know, I kind of remember that actually when I was a real little kid, we did have a typewriter and it did have a caps lock, but it was like one of those electric typewriters. So I don't know if the old ones had caps lock. Using a neo-futuristic anime typewriter in your house uh, doesn't really count, Andrew. Thanks very much. Right, right. Twixt, of course, which is uh, the the latter half of the old English word betwixt, right? I think that's what they're going for betwixt. here. Uh, betwixt. You're trying to get betwixt. Well, actually, I don't want to get too much into the gameplay, but you know, for people who only are short on time here, let's try and just yeah. tell the entire entire game in one sentence. Yes, that sounds good. One sentence explanations. So, Andrew, if I had to sum this game up in one sentence, I would say this is a game of what would happen 
if your local government lost the documents showing your and your neighbor's property lines. <laughs> oh, yeah, it would just be be chaos. You're just yeah. drawing your uh, it'd be chaos. Drawing your property and, lines uh, all over the place. And we're, of course, chuckling to ourselves, very satisfied with that, because we know anything about this game. The audience, of course, scratching their head. But um, <laughs> what I'm picturing is, so this this game is all about linking sides of a board, basically, with a fence, essentially. And so what, what I'm thinking is, it's a free-for-all, and now it's like, you both get the call at the same time from your municipal government. They're on two different phones. Yeah, they've got two phones. Is that a waste of taxpayer money? It did shove it. You know what I mean? Uh, one of them they brought from, one of them a guy brought from home. Anyway, they call you simultaneously. They say, hey, sorry, uh, we lost your, you know, documents. Uh, just make sure you set up a fence to stake your property. And then both, you know, both neighbors rush to set up a fence as quickly as they can. So this is like, they each have a contractor out there and the contractors exactly, are arguing about like where the property baby. line is. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. Well, they're not arguing. They're just working. They're watching each other working as fast (laughs) as they can to put up the fence. Because the first one to put up their fence and finish it, you know. That's oh, it. true, true. They, you know, they get that property. This is a good point. Well, if I had to sum up this game in one sentence, I'd say that it's a game that perfectly simulates that awkward situation. I know you know what I'm talking about. That awkward mm-hmm. situation when you and another person are trying to walk past each other. Maybe you're in a hallway, um, but <laughs> yeah. you keep stepping in front of each other. You keep going yeah. the same way. You're like whoop 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 whoop. Yes. You know, Andrew, yes. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly, That's exactly what you're what talking about. Well, I've heard about yeah. this. You know me. I'm not an awkward individual, so I've never had this happen oh. before. I usually just confidently – I'm that guy who just confidently like kind of chuckles when he sees you, you know, like, you know, being shy and everything like that. But I'm very, you know, self-assured. So I'm just like, I'll keep walking. Thanks right. very much. You know what I mean? I kind oh, of I have see. my life together, Andrew. You know, I'm not really a right. mouse. I'm not really no, a mousey I'm... person. I, I'm more like, you know, I'm in a uh, romantic comedy when I meet my love interest all the time. I'm just always like, oh, uh, uh, you know, and we're bumping into oh, yeah. each other. And then oh, laughing, you're always like that. Laughing. It's very confusing to people because yeah. they go, "Am I should, should I be in love with that guy? You know what I mean? As they walk by, they go, did <laughs> right. I just miss a, a, cute, a cute meet? Yeah, meet cute, whatever they call that. Uh, <laughs> you know, and then the, the rest of their life, they're thinking of you, Andrew. They're going, what if that guy, what if I had gotten together with that guy? Yep. You know? But then we we do because it's a movie. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's true. Maybe you're. Uh, yeah, maybe. You I know. write for a magazine or something in New York write City. For a magazine. And yeah. The other person is like a, owns a flower shop or something. Sounds right? about right. And then we. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They make chocolates Perfect. and flowers. We each have we each have a best friend who's supposed to be not attractive, but is actually very attractive. Right, right. right. They're like, I'm so fat, and they're not <laughs> at all. <laughs> right. Or yeah, or they just or they're wear... ugly, but just they just wear glasses. Right, right. right. They <laughs> yeah. they have one style of clothing, and just when they simply wear a jacket, suddenly everyone's like, oh. Right. That's Twixt. You know what I mean? That's, That's the game Twixt, Twixt there, essentially. No, no, so, no further explanation um, needed. No further explanation needed. But for some people who might have missed that explanation, like they're just tuning in and their rewind button is uh, broken, Andrew. Let's kind of tuning break into it this down. live broadcast. Yeah, let's right. break it down a little more. Yeah, right. They can they treat every podcast as live and they go, well, I wish I could go right. back, but I can't, uh, you know. Let's talk about the let's actual game. Let's talk about game. Twixt, Andrew, here. So Betwixt, of course, you're trying to go Betwixt two sides of the board the board is a four-sided board and square. It's, it's for two it's people it's a well fair enough it's a rhombus <laughs> uh, you know i kind of got a little more sophisticated than andrew i kind of know no, it as what? a rhombus okay. you know but i know uh, you you love shapes we've covered that i before. love shapes yeah that's the thing about you me shapes, yeah. yeah 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 having a having a meet cute with, with shapes every time i see shapes i kind of like walk into the wall or whatever you know i get a little get a little nervous 
Um, and honestly, there's sh- once I learned there's shapes everywhere, I haven't been able to do a single thing. I've been unemployed for years because uh, <laughs> it's a disability, actually. Andrew, you're trying to go betwixt two sides of the board. So basically, usually it's like they do it with two colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's red or black or it's red and blue or whatever. And uh, so like if you're the red side, you've got two opposing sides of the of the square and if you're the other color you got the other two opposing sides and you're literally just trying yeah. to link a line of pegs from one side mm-hmm. to the other but the other person's trying to do the same thing and therein lies the rub so let me describe for you right here we you got a board with little holes in it and so you're putting your pegs in the in the holes and then you can link your pegs with these little fence pieces they look like little wrenches Right, and they kind of sit right, on, but it's only a very specific distance apart. That you have to put these pegs. It can't mm-hmm. just be, you don't have different distance. It's it, what they call a knight's move, like in chess. It's like one over and two down, or right. You know, an L-shaped move down. is how you can yeah, place the peg. Yeah. You, you can only you can only place a peg and uh, and a knight's move an L-shape from a previous one, basically, and then link them. You know what I mean? It kind of forces your fence to be zigzaggy. Uh, yeah. in shape. Even, you, you couldn't, I don't even think you could really, I guess you could build a straight line. No, it had to be diagonal. So you can't really build even a straight right. line across the board. Because the pieces, the linking pieces are a very specific length. So you can, even if you yeah. tried to mess it up, you couldn't essentially, you couldn't put the linking pieces on them. They have to, um, it's just right. like a little extra added depth that they put in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it sometimes it's compared to go because it, it's about territory, but it's also about, you could theoretically place your pegs anywhere on any of the holes anywhere. that are available but of course you're going to want to link them eventually so you know you got to keep that in mind you're playing offense and defense at the same time you're trying to get yeah. across but you're also trying to block the other person from getting theirs across so right so that's another go like you know, um element to it basically yeah it, it reminds me of go just based kind on of. the gameplay is much much quicker than go though i think it, at least for us it was <laughs> and, it, and it's very different because go um there's like the idea of capturing and there, there's the idea of like once you have right. a certain spot like cordoned off you you own that territory and there's of course you know the eyes that you can make to make like a living organism and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's much go is just much more complicated and um yeah not gonna get too far ahead of myself but you know we love go so but right, you can go back to that episode and listen to it you can turn this yeah. off right now actually and just go listen to that <laughs> yeah Basically, that's it's a pretty simple game. You just keep placing your pegs, and you try to link your side to the other side. Like you said, you you try not to focus too much on on you getting ahead to let your opponent get ahead. But um, right. that's it, really. You got to balance offense and defense. Yeah, just some just some notes on like at least what we noticed when we've played we've played several times now and it seems like the power shifts very quickly in this game you feel like you're winning it's mm. like oh man i got this game in the bag and then all of a sudden it's like boom oh no now i'm now i now i'm losing you know and it's just yeah. it's very hard to like get back ahead yeah yeah i've i've heard this game described as very unforgiving which i think we did find is true you you mess up and you might yeah. just be done you know what i mean um, yeah yeah it's pretty brutal um yeah the thing about the strategy in this is you really have to think well ahead and you can the cool that you can put your pegs and kind of like then all of a sudden put one in between two other ones and then build two or three fences in one move yes kind of like a surprise one of the like main strategies of this game is to place your pegs in such a way that you could theoretically have two different paths you could take just in case your opponent cuts off one you can just simply go around them by going in the opposite direction and still 
keep your forward momentum. Yeah. And then, of course, the, uh, the the counter strategy to that is, well, how do you counter that? You know what I mean? How can you, is there anything you can do to counter that strategy of branching paths? And um, and usually you just have to go further out. You know what I mean? Like you said, you got to think uh, a little bit further ahead. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. So I did, uh, th- since most people, like we said, uh, nowadays have probably not played this game or not heard of it unless you have an old copy in your family that you like. I had looked into the history of the game because I thought there's got to be some wacky history to this one, right? But it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> It was uh, it was invented in 1957 hmm. as a paper and pencil game, which is just a bunch of dots, and you're just drawing lines to connect the dots. Yeah, um, that makes sense you know. because the board is essentially just grid paper. You know what I mean? It's just a bunch yeah. of it's just like I think it's 24 by 24 dots. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just intersections. And you can easily play this if you have a, a paper with a bunch of dots on it. You know, go for it. Uh, it was invented by a guy named Alex Randolph, who is an american but he lived all over the world and he's just a general game designer slash smart person he even lived in japan and for a while and became a shogi master like while he was there just like on the side yeah right 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 shogi and go i think i heard i read was a big part of his life too yeah he's he's one of those really prolific designers so like he just designed hundreds of of games but it's like he's probably only known for a small handful some of these you know some of these folks just like spend their whole life designing a bunch of games and like most of them are just small things that never catch basically twixt was probably his biggest hit honestly and Mm, and mm -hmm. and like we said a lot of people have not heard of that so but he he mostly designed uh abstract games like this one you know games where you really have to think yeah i I remember he um partnered with one of the brunos that we have talked about before on a game Ah, at at some point more recently too so he's he he up up until Honestly, don't know if he's still alive. Uh oh, knock on wood or whatever. Um, now nah, he's passed. He has passed. I well, rest in yeah. peace. But yeah. uh, but he was still doing stuff up and up until um, his passing, I, I believe. You know what I mean? Like it's relatively yeah. not too long ago. He was he, his name has been on stuff. So he's he really was doing it for his whole life, basically. Yeah, he had a few games in the late '90s, early early aughts there. So yeah, no, it's just just he just likes to think about this stuff, I guess. Yeah. He, he developed a few other games uh, that these two stuck out to me because they were two-player games. We got, we'll got we have to cover them at some point. I added them to the list. Yeah, uh, yeah. Breakthrough and Evade were two of, the, two of the games that he made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Breakthrough, um, uh, I believe, is just based on what they call Viking Chess, which is, I, I know, something we had we had already oh, eyed yeah. up on its own as like a kind of a, an old-timey game, and then this is like a more like a, a, a more modern take on it. But yeah, we're going to definitely have to get into that at some point. He also, going back to our Mancala episode, he, he invented a few different versions of, of Kala, you know, or Mancala, I should say. Right, right. Um. So, you know, he's all into the abstract two-player games. He was commissioned by the company 3M, which you the may remember company? from, yes, Scotch Tape, 3M. <laughs> they, they were into plastic, right? And so the, at the time, in the, uh, in the 60s, they were trying to launch, like, a series of board games. They had a board game division. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's that same company that makes tape. Yeah, this is, uh, unf- this is looking back on it now, is probably... We have a slightly different view on all this, probably, because at that point they were probably like, "Plastic's great. Let's just keep cranking out plastic. Whatever I can make that's plastic." Right. They're like, "What else? Right. What else? What else can we possibly make with plastic?" And somebody was like, "Board games, I guess." And they're like, "Yeah, just do it. Go for it." And now we're like, "God, <laughs> I, I wish we hadn't made so much plastic. The Earth's dying." But uh... <laughs> right, yeah, it's it's regret, regrettable for sure. But this <laughs> Twix was part of their bookshelf series, which was like 
classy games, like abstract games for adults, basically, that were yeah. like packaged in these like in these in these boxes that were supposed to look like leather bound books that you could put on your bookshelf. Mm. Um, Looks super classy. To so fool Twix was your one of guests those. into thinking that you weren't a huge uh, game nerd, that you were a book nerd right. instead. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And then you pull out, and then you pull out the game, and they're like, they're like, they're like hold on, you know, it, wait a minute now. Are you? Do you have <laughs> little miniature figurines? You can, you can, <laughs> you can catch them off guard and then beat them at Twix. Is I guess the strategy yeah. there. Oh yeah. So that they never come back. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> and then you only have one friend left. So Twixt was in there, uh, so they had some original games, like Twixt was an original game for this set, but also they threw in some classics uh, like Chess and Go and Backgammon Yeah, uh, were in that series. And uh, a bunch of other games that, again, I've never heard of. Most of them are not in print anymore, but um, he designed uh, a lot of these games. Uh, him and a guy named Sid Saxon developed a lot of these games, but, you know... I think Twix was probably the most popular one to come out of there. Yeah. So 3M sold their game division in the 70s to a company called Avalon Hill, which was later mm-hmm. bought up by Hasbro, which, you know, they own all the <laughs> all speaking these kind of, of games. Mono- speaking of monopolization, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I think they own Monopoly now, too. Um, <laughs> mm, ironic. Uh, uh, so in 1998, they stopped publishing Twix, and it's no longer in print, um, except mm. for because of some legal reasons i'm not sure why but there's one company in germany that is still allowed to publish this game they're not associated with hasbro oh i love Um, that i love that i just i just learned recently that in australia burger king is called hungry jack hungry jacks and yeah this we can't go into this too much but um if you there i heard a great doughboys uh podcast episode about it recently burger king couldn't call it Burger King at first and so it was Hungry Jacks for a while and then eventually they got the rights to call it Burger King again but the people in uh, the people who owned it in Aust- the Australian branch or whatever were like no it's staying Hungry Jacks and then they won a battle to get Burger King officially out of there essentially and they get so that they keep it hungry jack so anyway if you if you're looking for burger king in australia supposedly you're looking for hungry jack so this this i love this kind of thing where like in another country an american company tries to like flex and they get shot down i love it right right yeah so i don't know what the details are with this i mean i maybe maybe it's uh burger king owns this game in germany and they're like no yes right this game is called uh uh, hungry Twixt or Twixty Twixty <laughs> right. Jacks or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Twixty yeah. Jacks is what it's, it's called. called yeah. Like fin- Fincy, uh, Fincy Harry or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Fincy Harry. Hashtag Fincy Harry. Uh, <laughs> a few years ago, somebody somebody in the United States started a a, a Kickstarter to get Twixt republished and then realized that they were still publishing it in Germany and they like had to stop their their Kickstarter. Oh, that's funny. That. It bit them in the butt. The, man, yeah. It's like, this is like playing like Risk or like one of those war games where it's just like somebody is like holed up in a country, but they're like very strong. They haven't like spread their right. influence, but they're like, if you ever try to attack them, their defense is like very strong. <laughs> Anybody coming at Twix <laughs> right now has to deal with that one company in Germany. That's very funny. I honestly think that Hasbro should look at this again. I think they could, uh, I think they could, you know, resell this. Uh, it's going on eBay for like twenty bucks for like a beat up copy. Some of yeah. them are like over a hundred dollars for like really nice ones. Yeah, and I'm not surprised that somebody's like trying to breathe fire back into it. It's probably all guys like in their fifties and sixties because I think there is like an internet community of like old guys who like still well rem- remember this fondly. And <laughs> speaking of that, if you want to get firsthand experience with this community of guys, you can go to uh, twixtlive.com. That's where yes. Pete and I started 
started playing this game. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a very uh, I don't know how to describe this. It's a very like '90s looking website. Community. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. A passionate no, the website is very that lives within basic. A, a very uh, bare '90s uh, designed website. It's very nice. It's I would say it's minimalist. How about that, Andrew? Yeah, minimalist website. There you go. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But no, I love it. They have like a little chat box on there. You can go on. You just make yeah. a simple account, and then you play Twixt against your friend or against one of these other people on there yeah it um, gives off the they, vibes of like your parents having friends on facebook that are like on the other side of the country <laughs> that they've never met before it's 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 nice wholesome vibes yeah it reminds me of honestly like some of those early chat rooms of the internet but yeah that's i think that's one of your best options for playing twix because really the the board and everything is it seems kind of nice but yeah all you need is paper and pencil or in this case like lines on a on a computer screen right i think there is something about the 3d pieces and stuff like that it is very nice it almost it honestly the pegs almost give me like a tower vibe it almost feels like i'm like turrets on the death star ravines almost i i find myself thinking a lot like you know what i mean and you're navigating that kind of thing like it's cool how they like rise up out of the board and then they like shoot a line basically across the board but that being said that doesn't do anything about the gameplay necessarily that's just an aesthetic feel to it so you could very easily like it is an abstract game so you could play this just like you can play chess on an app or whatever you can play twixt right. on an app too or, or or in browser so uh no board necessary unless you unless you want to feel the pegs you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um i guess that's the history of twixt i don't know what else to say except maybe you just review on this review on this yeah, Andrew, let's go ahead and review on this. I uh, combed okay, through some wait. of the Internet's uh, most out-there reviews of this game, Andrew, and I and I want to talk about a couple with you and see what these people are like who are doing these reviews. Now, before you start, I just want to make maybe a prediction on this one. I, I've, got, I've got to guess that most people reviewing this are coming back to this game from their childhood and reviewing it from when they were kids or something. Mm. And they're all baby boomers. These are, this is all baby boomers doing these reviews. It's gotta okay, be, right? I see, Andrew. So this is there's no teenagers here who are taking a break from TikTok and, and playing Twix, is what you're saying, to review Twix, <laughs> yeah, I say. No. Twix no, talk. Nobody's the... catching a, uh, a manky, you know what I mean, in their Pokeball, <laughs> and then saying, you know what, I'm going to take a quick break and play Twixt and then review it on a forum. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you could be right about now, that, Andrew. Let's find out. Um, this person gave it a 3 out of 10, and they said, found in Grandpa's basement. Not sure if I ever played it properly. So, Andrew, this person, if I'm if I'm understanding this correctly, this person's grandpa was trying to forget all about this game, Andrew, and they put it in their basement. And then they just, this right. person could not let sleeping dogs lie. You know what I mean? They unearthed Twix from the grandpa's basement. And they said, not sure if I played off. it properly. You know what I mean? Like, my grandpa refused to teach it to me, and he cursed me for bringing it back into his life. So I, <laughs> I kind of had to just guess it out. But <laughs> bad memories right, this is like this one. As my, as my grandpa, you know, shook uncontrollably when he saw me bring Twix up from the stairs. But... <laughs> This is like Jumanji. It's like, or like the Telltale Heart. He just hears it beating in his basement. And he's just like, no, <laughs> no. Did someone bring it. Twix back up from the basement? <laughs> Grandpa, what's the matter? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one, uh, Andrew. This person said, "Remembered this from my childhood as the best game at my grandparents' house. So I picked it up when I found it cheap. The sad thing is, I'm sure it was the best game at my grandparents' house." 
Ooh, burn, oh. Andrew. What a burn of his grandparents. You know what I mean? The guy gave this a four out of 10. He said, this was, unfortunately, my grandparents, this is probably the only, you know, the top they had. They probably didn't have anything better than this dumb game. Ooh. And their his grandparents are looking down from heaven like, all those cookies, you know, we gave you, this is how you repay us here. This is clearly somebody who's really into, like, modern Euro games and is yeah. like, oh, yeah, this is the best <laughs> one they had with Twix. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, my grandparents were Philistines and didn't couldn't appreciate a real board game they had this trash in their house you know what i mean yeah <laughs> they didn't even have ticket to ride ticket to ride they didn't even, they didn't even yeah, heard yeah. of that one you know? uh, they've never even played Catan. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. did they ever truly live uh, you know so far we're two for two on grandparent mentions in our, mm -hmm, in our review so i can't mm -hmm, wait to see what's next mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well andrew this might be a slight variation for you this person gave it a six out okay. of ten so it's climbing they said my love hate relationship with this game makes me rarely want to play it I'll keep my memories. Now, Andrew, mm. I'm, I can't help but assume this person plays Twixt with some sort of demon who gambles with their memories. You know what I mean? They're, <laughs> they're, they're like, hmm, I don't know that I totally love this game. It, I don't think it's really worth it. I'd rather keep my memories. Thanks very much. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, if they lose, they might uh, take some of their memories away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, it's like a mm -hmm. uh, Rumpelstiltskin kind of situation where exactly. I'll take your firstborn I'll take your firstborn memories if you can don't say if you don't can't guess my name or something. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those situations. Pretty clearly, I think you know what I mean. Yeah. And I understand I wouldn't want to play with my memories that much. There might be some games I would I would gamble with my memories for, but I get it. You know. And maybe this is a Harry Potter situation where he takes like the memories out and puts them in that like pot of water. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> he, like, yeah, pulls his sure. memories out there. It's like goo. It's like gray, silvery goo, and they pull their memories out and like keep them in in jars or whatever. I think yeah. that's what Dumbledore does. He keeps oh, his memories in jars. Interesting. Oh wow. Yeah. I um I have no idea. I know I've watched the movies, but it's been a long time. I kind of don't. Uh, no. I kind of don't support J.K. J.K. Rowling anymore. But I know you're a huge fan of her as a as a turf. You know, Andrew. Not just kidding. Uh, no, uh, no, no. Just, let's not. Uh, get I think it. we've already tried. I think we've actually already trashed J.K. Rowling before on this uh, uh, podcast. So I think everybody, uh, everybody hey, for her for her views. So I think everybody knows where we stand on that. And uh, and I think well, where I, we stand on that is a future rest in trash. J.K. Rowling. Know what I mean? Rest in trash. <laughs> That's it. Absolutely. Uh, Harry Potter. Very very creative ideas and all. Right. But rest in trash for your personal views, J.K. Very. <laughs> Uh, yep, exactly, exactly. I'd like to take the memory of J.K. Rowling out of my brain like a silvery Ooh. goo, and then instead of putting it in the jar, I'm going to put it in the trash. So that's how it works. Yeah. Go. Has somebody ever done that before? Were we the first people to ever make that? Uh, I don't oh, know. That could be a meme. Oh, uh, let's, let's meme that up before anybody else does Might it. Might need we'll to meme that up. Of course, I don't know, you know that we're the ones to wade into that discussion, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we're there. Yeah. That's a good idea. Andrew, this person said it's a six out of ten. They said it's some occasional fun, <laughs> which kind of reminds me of a lab rat. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's like, why do you keep hitting that button? You know, even though it, it shocks you. And they're like, well, every now and then it gives me a piece of cheese. It's kind of an occasional cheese situation. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's occasional fun. It's occasional fun. This person gave it a five point eight out of ten. And they said the pieces are Whoa. too light and too hard to work with. Okay, first of all, Andrew, 5.8 <laughs> persons honestly has to be a psycho for doing it. Why would you not just say six? <laughs> That's pretty wild. Um, and then second of all, um, is this Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> 
Hold on a second. I will point out on our podcast, we rate things on a 100-point scale. So that's basically... It'll be like if we gave it a 58%. So maybe we're the psychopaths here. Oh, well, I think the I think we know that one already. You know what I mean? Tipping my my <laughs> tipping my Alice in Wonderland-themed uh, Mad Hatter hat, you know, that I bought from Hot okay. Topic. You know what I mean? Some of us are a little okay, crazy good. in here. You know what I mean? Just like uh, my flipping the lights off so that my, my Joker laughing uh, shirt lights up in the dark. You sure you didn't buy that at Spencer's Gifts? I, I feel like we always confuse this. Oh, <laughs> That's mind. a good Go point. Well, I, you know, my, I have a, con- I, I, uh, my mall has a combination Spencer's Gifts, Hot Topic. It's kind of like the Taco okay, Bell, KFC. Right. You know what I mean? You can get, right, uh, right, you right. can, you can get a Peter Griffin uh, mug uh, where his clothes come off if you turn it upside down. But then you can also get a Peter Griffin mug where he's smoking a joint. <laughs> 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 you can get them both in one place. Anyway, and then at the end, you're confused which store with which one came from which store. You're like, wait, yeah. I, I think this you're one like, was I'm from sorry, this. I got you a gift receipt to return it if you don't like it. Uh, but uh, I can't remember which which side of the desk you got to go to to return it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they said the pieces were too light. We're too is light, Andrew. So, so the question is: Is this Arnold Schwarzenegger, Andrew? Okay, is this some bodybuilder? <laughs> the pieces are too light. I'm sorry. What's going on here? He's he's like, I keep picking them right. up and throwing them at the ceiling by mistake because I I pick them up too hard. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> all the Twix pegs are just stuck in the ceiling. Like yeah. he's, he's actually playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I keep I keep forgetting how light they are, and I just rip them up at a, such a high velocity that they. <laughs> Oh my god! Gotta start playing outside so I don't start playing outside so that I hit some geese in the air. You know what I mean? (laughs) Andrew, this person gave it a seven out of ten. They said would almost always be willing to play, even though my grandpas used to absolutely crush me at this game. Whoa, Andrew, the grandpas are back and they're angry. Uh You know, I love the idea. Both of these, per- this person's grandpas, like teaming up and being like, "We gotta humble this kid. We gotta absolutely wash this kid in this game. Do not let him win." They, they like shake hands. They agree on it. You know, he said they absolutely crush him at this game, and I just love them having no mercy. You know what I mean? Like, like Rajon Rondo, you know, playing uh, Connect Four, just no mercy for these children. I love it. Andrew, this person gave it a seven out of ten. They said summer play with the cousins at the lake in New York. Great memories. Great strategy for me as a kid my cousin had to hide the playboy she had for art class drawings as i was quote that age quote okay ding 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 sorry andrew <laughs> I, i'm getting i had to dust off the old pervert bell uh honestly we andrew found him. didn't we found think him. i'd find a pervert in the reviews of a 60 year old abstract game made by the scotch cape company 3m but here we are you know what i mean this guy thought it was the thought it was the appropriate time to start talking about playboys you know what i mean and how much he oh, uh, they had to hide them from him what did that have anything to do with the yeah it was like just wanted to tell the story of vacations with its cousin but then you know had to work it into the twix board somehow it just seems wild to me andrew that yeah he's talking about having spending quality time with his family and then immediately has to switch over to how much of a horn dog he is for playboys it just seems like you it's like maybe think one second before you hit enter on that one you know what i mean it just seems oh well (laughs) <laughs> there are other review boards where you could put this stuff people okay just we're just saying yeah a, i think playboy probably has a, a website you could probably just post <laughs> right. maybe maybe that's what he did maybe he was trying to he was like i only want to make one post but i got a post on both sites today so i'll just I'll just uh, copy and paste yeah. this copy and paste yeah, yeah. It's efficient. I get it. All right. I, I, I get it. You know what? I, yeah, I can. You know, my hat's off to you. Again, it's a. 
<coughs> Alice in Wonderland, <laughs> Mad Hat right. themed hat from uh, Hot Hot Spencer. From uh, Hot Spencer. Hot Spencer. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, this person gave it an eight out of ten. They said this is just like playing with a knight in chess. Erp. Andrew, does this guy think you choose one character in chess and only play as the one you choose? <laughs> this is just like playing. This is just like when you play with the knight in chess. What? <laughs> what is this like a Super Nintendo side-scrolling beat 'em up? He's like, hmm. I could play as the big burly guy or, or the wrestler, but I think I'm gonna play as the knight because they have this one move where they can teleport. You know what I mean? Like they're just. <laughs> this is again like uh, in that Harry Potter movie where they ride on the chess pieces at the end in the in the giant chess set. You know, right, like and they have to choose one, one. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this right. is just J.K. Rowling's, you know, uh, review of the game. Maybe we and, should. Uh, and she just does not understand uh, how to play chess how, and how chess works. It's been. Maybe right we should review us. a uh, Harry Potter game coming up soon. What do you think, Pete? Huh? Yeah, it's possible. That you might know, be good. Uh, that might be, that might be not, good radio. You know, we could do that maybe, Andrew. But we'd have to find a pretty bad one. Let's see if we can do pull it off. All right, Andrew. This is the last one I I found, and it's a perfect five out of five. This person loved this okay. game, uh, and they said. I think Hasbro is the latest owner of the rights to publish Twixt in English, yet Hasbro chose to not publish Twixt. Something is wrong with the system. Does Hasbro get to decide that Americans cannot play Twixt? Andrew, <laughs> we found it, Here we dude. go. We found it, dude. This guy has his don't tread on me flag out. You know what I mean? He's, he's getting ready to roll up to Hasbro. Uh. With an AR, you know what I mean? He's this guy is fed up. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's he's Oh man. He's he's got his militia just of of guys in their 50s and 60s on the internet and they are ready to yell give me twixt or give me death. You know what I mean? They're like we are sick of the <laughs> tyranny of Hasbro deciding our freedom to play twixt, you know? He's what I call a freedom pervert. You know these guys. Yeah, this right. Is a, I know this is a different bell. About. This is not a. This is not the regular pervert bell. This is the. This is the freedom pervert tuba. And it goes. This might be. It might be though the opposite. It might be somebody who's like down with big corporations deciding on how our lives should be run. You oh, know? so it's you're like saying they, they, leftist, want to, they want to democratize the, the extreme left and the extreme, extreme right are closer than we think, It's Andrew? one of the two. Hmm. No, it's kidding. one of the two. I'm not sure. Well, this could be a uniting factor, actually. It's like, you know. Twixt, yeah. That's, that's right. That's <laughs> well, the meme where the hands I, As come if together. this person thinks that we can, like, vote on what a company does with their board games. But, uh, I mean, I might right. happen to agree, but, like, come on. Well, this is know. this this is you know how this is not how we know this is not the extreme left is because the logic is dumb as heck. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make any yeah. sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how you know that it's the extreme right, basically, because it's just they're like, oh, I see. they're like, but they I'm not allowed to play Twix. It's like you're actually allowed to play whatever you want at any given. This is a classic far right <laughs> logic where it's like. Uh, I know that the game exists, but I can't play it. It's like actually, you could just get a piece of paper out and play it anytime. This is actually right. a non. You could go on eBay. It's like into a huge. It problem, is twenty so. bucks on eBay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Okay. It's also on eBay. Right. And you could. Right. You could. It's also online currently. You know what I mean? Like it's like. <laughs> right. This is a classic thing where guys are like. Uh, the thing about cancel culture that way that's terrible. You know what I mean? And it's like this is actually kind of a non-problem that you're making into <laughs> acting like. Acting like Hasbro, it's like a Fahrenheit 451, and they're right. going around collecting all the Twix and right, burning them. Right, The Nazis at Hasbro, and it's like, meanwhile, there's like a, a real Nazi walking by them, you know what I mean? <laughs> 
<laughs> Classic. <laughs> I have a right. secret Twixt in my basement. That, that was why the grandfather hid it in his basement. He thought it was illegal to own Twixt. That's what it is. Na- right. Exactly. <laughs> yep. He's right. He's got like an old like wartime flag in a in a box, and uh, Twixt was like wrapped in like <laughs> an old wartime <laughs> flag or whatever. We're not gonna really get into that, but um, you know. We're, we're on to something. No, no, no. We're on to a movie idea, I think. You know what I mean? There is, yeah, there's something there. Mel Trademark. Gibson's, you know, his his ears are perking up. You know, Clint Eastwood's like, hmm, am I here? Is there somebody talking about a pretty darn good movie over there? You know what I mean? I know, I know that those guys are fan of this show too. Yeah, they love it. They love when we, you know, they're uh, they're 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 lefties, baby. Mel, Mel Clint Eastwood, classic. <laughs> no, I was going for they only have one friend at this point. Oh yeah, yeah that's very true. <laughs> That's very true. Well, right. They're torn because they hate when we talk politics, but they love that we have no friends. Stick to board games. St- stick to stick to one friend jokes. Stop uh, stop with the politics. Oh, wait, hold on. Is that a, oh. is that is that your doorbell I hear ringing, Andrew? I don't know if Clint Eastwood is is it's here. my novelty doorbell. Did you like that? I have that installed. <laughs> yeah, it's, your uh... novelty doorbell is classic that you got from uh, Hot Spencer. That's <laughs> and I can't is does it have like a video conference thing on it, Andrew? Can you see if that's Clint Eastwood coming to uh, to to give us a movie deal? Uh, let me check. Oh, it's Dr. Fraser Crane. <laughs> Dr. Fraser Crane. Oh, thank God it's Fraser Crane, because I, I really didn't want to do a conservative movie. Andrew, let's get into the content, countdown of the, the top ten phrases that you'd hear somebody say while while playing the game of Twixt, Andrew. Number ten. Just hold up one minute before you make your move. I want to uh, nail up these no trespassing signs on my little fences here. Number nine. Wait till the guys back at the internet forum here I actually sat down to a game of Twixt. Number eight. Oh, hey, watch your fingers there. I, I, I also forgot to mention I added some barbed wire to the top of those fences so just be careful number seven Ooh, the guys on the internet are loving my post about playing twixt number six i'd like to dedicate this specific game of twixt to my great aunt as i i modeled the pattern of my fences after her varicose veins number five okay now bill is talking about chess so i gotta steer the thread back to twixt number four so now is the time when i get the bonus points for longest road right number three sorry i just need to take a sec to request the moderator ban patrick for talking about his family when he knows to keep on topic of twixt and twixt adjacent games number two build the wall lock her up Wait, wait, what's happening to me? Oh my god. Number one. Okay, I've been kicked out of my classic abstract board games forum for being too aggressive, so I've got time for another game. Chess break. Whoa, it's time for another chess break here in our ongoing chess game that Pete and I have been playing for a long time. And I'll just say right up top, if you want to follow along with us, you can visit our Tumblr page at twocanplaythatgamepodcast.tumblr.com. So whose turn is it this week? Well, Andrew, I believe it's my turn. If I've been following correctly on (laughs) twocanplaythatgamepodcast.tumblr.com. You have been following correctly. (laughs) The double plug, baby. The grounded (laughs) plug, three tong. Andrew... What can I say, brother? I gotta walk that bishop back. So Ah. I'm gonna take my bishop back from g5 back to h4 okay just a just a little bit of a hop skip and jump away from um the square that the bishop was on take the heat off know what i mean Uh uh-huh i see so you your bishop does one thing and then you gotta walk it back okay all right (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is actually uh uh-oh you know what i mean uh this is uh oh i'm sorry a bishop being held accountable for his actions what am i in 
uh, a fantasy world. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Andrew, this is a classic, I believe, Rui Lopez situation. I honestly don't know enough about it, but um, probably shouldn't have even brought it up because guy, chess guys are going to roast me now. So is it after that great movie of yours, is it my turn now? Yeah, let's get right into it, Andrew. Psych? I don't have time for that, Andrew. We got to get on with the podcast. But next time we do have time, I'll let you know. We'll get right into it. Uh, okay. Oh, I guess we don't have time because actually, um, you know what? My phone is ringing right here. Oh, I noticed that. I noticed your pocket buzzing and was hoping it was a phone, quite frankly. It is. It is a phone. It's not my novelty uh, ha- little buzzer when I go to shake people's hands, you know, and it buzzes them. That, that I got at uh, Spen- Spencer's gifts. Yeah. Wiping a huge bead of sweat off my forehead because I, you know, yeah. <laughs> But I will take a piece of your gum here. What the heck? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually it's actually nothing like that. It's just a, it's just an acquaintance call in. Acquaintance call in. Yeah, it's time for an acquaintance call in. In this segment, we talk to somebody who many shows would refer to as a friend of the show. But for our show, that would be disingenuous. Let's talk to an acquaintance, just someone we know. Yeah, that's right. Tonight we got our acquaintance, our good acquaintance on on the line here, uh, Dan Corkery. Dan, are you there? Hey, yeah, I'm here. Hey, guys. Hey, Hey, Dan. Dan. Good to have you here. And Dan, before we get too deep into this combo, um, our fans always want to make sure that we verify that uh, you're not our friend at all, right? You are just an acquaintance, correct? Yeah. I mean, even if it helps, acquaintance might even be with how long since I've seen either of you. I don't even know if that holds up anymore. So I think that's good. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I wouldn't say that helps as much as it hurts my feelings. But uh, yeah, I guess that (laughs) could help in this case. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a it were uh, historical acquaintances is what you'd say there. I guess. Yes. That's the term. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the Flintstones and um, the and. What was that uh, gobble gobblegook or whatever? The, who was the guy that uh, Garbanzo? Who was the alien on Flintstones that they were historical acquaintance with? The Great Gazoo. Gazoo. <laughs> That's what it is. Should have known. Knew that. It's, it's so it's yeah. it's like a kazoo, um, but a, an right. alien form of the word kazoo. Here's here's Dan the Great Gazoo here to join us. And actually, it's kind of a funny story with our being historical acquaintances. Um, we were actually accidental mutual acquaintances with Dan. Uh, Dan and I went to uh, college together. We were on a, a comedy show there. And then Pete, you guys. Dan and I went to college after he dropped out of your college. We went to after he yeah, dropped. Went second <laughs> college. Yeah. Second Gazoo, college. Okay. It was called oh, Gazoo University. I didn't get into it. And it was located in Bedrock, USA. Uh, was bed- <laughs> where? What continent do you think Bedrock was on? Huh? I don't want to derail us too much here. but uh, Pangea. Yeah. yeah. All sure. right. It was a trick question, and I see that I see that that old degree that we got, Dan, is treating you well still. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, that's true, Andrew. We we both knew Dan at different times in our lives, and then as we just talked amongst under the stars, you and I, Andrew, we realized that we both we both are acquaintances with Dan, which is great. It was on one of those uh, one of those camping trips where all our other quote friends ditched us and it was just the two of yeah, us uh, the genesis of this show games. yeah yeah dan you're wrapped right. up you're yeah, wrapped up really in like... the origin story of this show kind of like a x-men origins kind of like one of the 20 million x-men origins movies that exist uh, you're in one of them you know what i mean being played by hugh jackman or something that's great <laughs> all right cool well anyway let's get into why <laughs> why would we 
why would we bring Dan on the show in the first place anyway? Yeah, that's right. Well, it turns out Twix is an older and tough to find a guest who kind of remembers this. But uh, but luckily we reached out to Dan. And Dan, you said you're like a huge fan of Twix. Is that right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm nuts about it. I, I think Twix is one of the best, easily. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Great, great. So it's, uh, like we said, very hard to find somebody who's so into this. So really? it's really good that we could have you on. That's so weird to me. Really? Oh. Different well, taste. I, I, guess. Guess you, I guess you just because you've grown up with it so much and just being such a big fan, you probably think that, that everybody knows about Twix, right? So anyway, Dan, when did you first, you know, develop an interest in, in Twix? Well, it probably would have been, I guess, around like a Halloween or Easter type time. Like it was always like, um, oh. hmm. it was always a big sort of feature for at least me and my brother, my brother and sister. We always were really into it. Interesting. So it's kind of like a seasonal thing for you guys then. No, no, it's not seasonal. Like I would, if I ever had any extra um, lunch money, Twix mm-hmm. was like a big part of lunch with my friends at school and stuff like that. Like it was oh. some Fridays, like my dad would give me some more money and, and definitely like I would get a Twix. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. So you were, you were getting multiples of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, whenever I had the urge. Wow. That's a, what a crazy strategy. You just buy a whole new Twix every time you had the urge. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Well, my, I mean, my, my parents wouldn't let me all the time. Oh, your, your parents stepped in sometimes. Did they like not want you to have Twix? Well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of other sort of, and there are times where I wouldn't want Twix. Like it, imagine I just brushed my teeth. Hmm. I, Interesting. I mean, yeah, I guess if you're if you just brush your teeth, you're getting ready to go to bed or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I probably so. wouldn't want to, you know, engage in, in Twix at that point myself if it's like night, too tired for that. or something like that. Yeah. Well, I don't want to stay. I'm. I don't want to stay up all night. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. No, I get that. Especially yeah, when Pete and I have been involved with Twix, you know, it's like it, it gets your brain going. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. the the old the older I get, I sort of lost my affinity for it to some extent like i guess your taste changes you get mm. older and yeah i hear that no yeah I, I get it for sure all those things from childhood anyway i know that uh i know that twixt has we've been talking about a lot so far it has two sides to it do you have a, a preference of which side the side like you do you usually start on the left or the right or um i guess it depends on how i am coming at it i don't have a left right the inside is is probably what makes it unique right I see what you're saying, Dan. You you're start you like to start on the inside of it, which I think is a pretty common strategy, I guess. Well, you got go, to you have to way go through the outside to get to the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that oh. is part of it. Yeah, for sure. Right, so you've really thought through it, then. Okay, that's good. That's good because we're just we're just kind of novices. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. mm-hmm. It's good to hear from from somebody who's really got a lot of experience. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I can help you. I didn't think it was a thing that was hard to understand. Well, I guess, yeah. There's a lot There's a lot to it. And you know, quite frankly, Dan, we, we, we felt like we had a pretty smooth experience with Twix. Sounds like you, you know, put a lot of time into this. Would you say that you find Twix to be smooth? Oh, yeah. Smooth in all the right ways. With just a little bit of crunch. Oh, a little bit of crunch. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. okay. I, I, that's a funny way to describe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. For sure. Well, you know, you, you're kind of getting into it and you just get that little bit of resistance. And it's the variety, I think, that makes it a really sort of special thing right because otherwise it's yes yeah there's a lot of actually a lot of layers to it i think um yes as we, well, we went through yeah yeah two or three. Oh, t- right okay. Oh, okay yeah yeah what what is what is your guys favorite layer hmm. oh that's a good question um i should have expected that from you you know what i mean i guess yeah. the way that you can kind of like foil your opponent's moves i think is probably like my favorite layer of it how about you dan uh i like the cookie part i think the um, I'm sorry, did you say the, the, cookie part? the cookie cookie part? Yeah, the caramel's good, but I mean, I feel like you have a lot of different candies that have a caramel kind of 
thing. Okay. Like a, it, it's, it's like a roll. Okay. Wait. Hold on. Uh, Andrew. I mean, it's good. The caramel's good. Caramel. Sorry. No, um, that's okay, we... Dan. You can pronounce it any way you like. But uh, Andrew, so, a little bit of a side combo here. I think Dan's talking about yeah. the candy bar Twix. Uh, yeah, I think we had a mix up here. Uh, Dan, sorry. We are. This is actually a uh, board game podcast. We're talking about the old classic board game of Twixt with a T on the end. Yeah, it's got a T on the I end, thought, Dan. I what? thought that was clear in our in our phone conversation when I called you up about this. Gee, sorry. No, I mean it's. I'm sorry to waste your time. I told you I was in the car. Oh, that uh, that was the problem. Yes, yeah, speakerphone is always kind of a hit or miss. So, Dan, have have you ever played the board game Twixt? I've never heard of the board game Twix. Okay. Never heard of it. Okay. okay. Well, like, be Twixed? Yeah, that is kind of like, okay, so, you know, you've heard of, like, you know, the name a little no. bit. That's Maybe we can do something with that, Andrew. Uh, maybe. I don't know. We, we have all these other questions that we wrote out, and we kind of blocked out this time. I guess, should we just keep going, or should we just delete this, Pete? What do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, we d- I, don't, I don't have anything else to fill this time in the podcast with, so we definitely got to get through the rest of this interview here, Dan. Um, let's just keep going here, Dan. So, okay, Dan, my next question is, uh, do you have a main partner that you play the board game Twixt with? And, and we're clear that I've never heard of this before. Okay, next question, Andrew. Next question. Where does uh, where does Twixt rank among the board games that you play, Dan? Ah, jeez. I'm yeah. not a big board game guy, so I'm sorry. I mean, it's 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 chances are about as good as any. Yeah, huh? Monopoly. Okay, Dan. Okay. Dan, do you, Dan, do you look forward to teaching Twix to your your children? I mean, I I like showing my my daughter stuff, but I mean, if it has small parts, I can't even have it around her within reach yeah oh boy right. this is oh, a good boy. point yeah okay. it's yeah it is it is a choking hazard we've gone over this yeah. um okay uh is there any th- i can't even believe we're still all right i'll just read this question here is there anything you'd like to see changed or added if they did an updated version of twixt the board game hun i'm on the phone hun i'm doing this no it's not even the candy i don't know and we don't have to involve you. your wife here she hun i'm sorry I'm sorry. We're sorry too. Can you tell her I we're was... sorry too? So no, guys, sorry. You can cut. You can cut that. No, you can cut. That's fine. I legally can't cut it. Okay. Well, just to explain, I spent a lot of. I've not been very helpful around the house lately because I've been doing a lot of research for this interview about Twix, mm. the candy bar. It was called Raider in mainland Europe before the name was changed in 1991. Huh. But in some Scandinavian countries and Turkey, it was named Raider until. <clears throat> Uh, the year 2000, right. but I mean, yeah, it's sort of, well, I really have not been like pulling my weight that's... around stuff in the house and I kind of have been milking uh-huh. this upcoming thing. So I'm sorry. Um, um, oh, 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 yeah. So you guys are, you guys are probably mad at me too. No, no, no it's, uh, no, we're not mad at you, Dan. I'm sure our listeners will appreciate that fun fact about Twix candy. And that was kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. It's, not, it's yeah. not really interesting. And honestly, that's just from the Wikipedia page. I haven't even been really doing research. I told I said I was doing research because I've been kind of overwhelmed. Dan, do you have any opinion of Twixt at all, the board game Twixt, Dan? No. Pass. Okay, well then, uh, I guess this has this has been uh, an interview with Dan, so thanks so much. Uh, Dan, you have any uh, social medias or anything that you want to plug? What is my name on Twitter? Oh, I'm at Dan underscore Corkery. I can't imagine that anybody would want to follow me, though. But um, thank you for having me on. And keep on snacking. Okay. Well, anyway, that's been Dan Corkery, everybody. Uh, so 
See you later, Dan. Thanks. All right, Dan. Thanks. Whew, that was nice talking to Dan, despite that uh, little snafu there. But yeah. it did bring up a very important question to my mind, Andrew. Would you rather? Would you rather? Normally, we play this game as would you rather play this game of Twix or do something else? But you know what? Twix is not your ordinary game. So we're going to play this a little different today, right, Pete? Yeah, that's right. I figured let's just run with the whole betwixt feel of this game, the uh, the wonderful, fantastical name of this game. Andrew, what I want to know is would you rather be betwixt X or betwixt Y? How about uh, this, Andrew? Would you okay. rather be betwixt me and a clone of me or two clones of you which which scenario which would you rather be betwixt andrew oh my goodness wow this is two me's or two you's this is really blowing my mind here because one hand you're my friend which is nice but now now i have two friends but they're Mm -hmm. it's like what are they two different people they're clones right so it's kind of like having twins so they are two Mm -hmm. different people i'd say Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. uh, myself i know i uh, I'll go with you. I'll go with you, just because, you know. Yeah, yeah. I would go I think with you, too. There's no way I'm going to be spending time with myself. I would uh, probably strangle myself. Right, right. Uh, here's one for you. Would you rather be betwixt a rock and a hard place or the rock and a soft place? You know what I'm saying? Wow. Well, I think this one's a pretty much an easy slam dunk. I'd rather be betwixt the rock and a soft place. Honestly. Oh, absolutely. Come on. Um, yeah, who, do, who doesn't want to be Even if we're there? just kissing, you know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> right. First of all, there's the comfort of being in a soft place. And second of all, there's the added benefit of a very handsome man who's uh, got a great personality. Yeah. Just spending time with you very close. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm right on board. That was just a layup for you. Andrew, would you rather be betwixt the left side of the board and the right side of the board or betwixt the top of the board and the bottom of the board? Yeah. I'm bringing it back to the board game basics, baby. <laughs> uh, trick question. Both of those are, they're both betwixt each other, right? You almost slipped up there. You had an almost perfect, uh, you, you almost missed the perfect answer. You were about to say between. And we, as we know, this game, you get betwixt. Oh, Andrew, oh, you're, you're right. exactly right. Trick question. You know what I mean? Just like a, p- a pack of gum you could buy from Hot Spencer. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> this was this was a trick. <laughs> uh, okay. And you passed with flying colors. <laughs> Whew. Okay. So would you rather be betwixt your two annoying siblings in the backseat of a long family vacation in your Mm. station wagon, or Mm -hmm. would you rather be betwixt two very political yet badly informed relatives at a long family dinner? Wow, 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 Andrew. I think I would lose my mind with the latter, so I'm going to go with the former. Uh, I, unfortunately, like many, um, especially young men who are not in control of their emotions, have uh, gotten to the point where I got a little bit more of a short fuse when it comes to uh, Ah. talking politics with folks. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and just be between my annoying, uh, did you say siblings? Yeah, they're two siblings. You're you're a kid in this scenario. You know, yeah, I can do that. You're traveling down to rural Virginia in your station wagon, and it's like two two kids who are just going to be like, uh, yeah, reaching across you and like karate chopping each other or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe I can cry a little bit, get my parents' attention. You know what I mean? There's there's oh, some, there's good. some yeah, there's some ways to flip it. I'll go okay. with that one. Andrew, would you rather be betwixt the underside of a car and the road, or betwixt the roof of a car and the sky? All right. So we're talking maybe like an action scenario here. You're Tom Cruise. You're, um, wow. you know, yeah, you're a um, Scientologist in this scenario. Okay. Are you, <laughs> are you hanging on to the bottom of a car or are you gripping and hanging on to the roof of a car? 
Oh, oh, I'm hanging on to the bottom of a car. Oh, I, I was I was picturing like I just lay real flat and the car drives over me and I'm like, oh, that was close. no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. so I'm under the so like in Indiana Jones when he's hanging under that <laughs> that truck and he climbs all the way to the front. Um, just like that. Just like that one in Star Wars. Uh, I would say uh, <laughs> I'd rather. Oh boy. I guess I'd rather be under because I don't like... I think it would be too big of a fall if you fall off the top. Yeah. Whereas if you're under, you just plop right down. I mean, you still get hurt, but I think you have a better chance of surviving underneath. Interesting. Even with the tires there, I think you're probably wrong, but... if you're uh, going fast enough... Well, you can maybe... Yeah, that's true. If you're going fast enough, you might just lose an arm. Whereas if you come (laughs) off the roof, you might end up cracking that skull if you don't have a helmet on. Right. Yeah, you're right. right. Good point. Good point. I don't know. That's just... I'm not a Scientologist, so I can't say. (laughs) Here's a classic scenario for you. Would you rather be betwixt a hungry lion and a juicy steak or betwixt an angry bull and a clown? Wow, 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 wow. Hungry lion, juicy steak. Oof, 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 oof. So essentially in both scenarios, they want to go for the thing on the other side of me, but honestly, they would also go for me as well. Tough choice. I got to go... You know what? I got to go with steak, and I'll tell you why. Because if I can simply run fast enough to get to the other side of the steak, I think the lion will stop and get the steak first. Uh-huh. But if but if it, you know, with the, uh, would you say it was a clown, rodeo clown, the clown in the other yeah. scenario? I mean, that guy's going to try to live, too. So he ain't going to stand still, you know right. what I mean? So then we're in a battle. Then I'm battling him. You know what I mean? It's a classic, like, Twixt-type scenario where we're trying to get right. to the exit as quickly <laughs> as possible. You're playing, twixt. playing twixt. Yeah. You're playing twixt with a clown, so it's like, oh, it's like mm-hmm. playing with me, right? I get it. No. <laughs> oh, 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 there we go. Okay, <laughs> yeah. self-deprecation. <laughs> I would never uh, say that, Andrew. No, of course not. Um, so you're saying that a clown is more is more aware than a steak, I guess. That's right. I guess that's true. They're, they're yeah, I'm going to go steaks. with that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, good. Andrew, would you rather be betwixt peanut butter and jelly or betwixt peanut butter and banana? Well, Pete, you really got me with this one. Um... <laughs> Can I say neither? I'm allergic to peanut butter. So either one of these situations, I'm probably dying. I'm going to say uh, peanut butter and jelly because then at least I like. I think I like jelly better. It's just I can suck it down and I can have some jelly before I die. So. As you're dying. <laughs> your final your final taste, <laughs> a full suck of jelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whereas... Whereas banana, I'd have to do more chewing, and yeah. uh, I don't. I just want to be. I just and you don't know that. how ripe it's going to be. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. have some really green ones that aren't so. It tastes more like tree bark. Disgusting. That would be rough. You know what I mean? And then you die. Come on. Yeah. Well. Oh. You know that's torture. Okay. So would you rather be betwixt two romantic relationships or be betwixt jobs? Ooh, interesting. So basically both my life. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Let's see, Andrew. I got a BB Twixt romantic relationships, Andrew. This one I'm very familiar with, so that's okay. no skin off my back. Know what I mean? Um, <laughs> okay, perfect. And, and I and I still I got to make the money to eat. No, I I'd, I'd agree with you on that one. I think it'd be you, you need you need the money, right? And yeah. if I and if I really need a loving relationship, I'll just go to twixtlive.com and uh, jump in <laughs> jump into the li- the live chat. You know what I mean? And then I'll I'd... have as much relationship as I need. Right. I do want to say, I forgot to say this earlier, I want I want all of our listeners to visit TwixLive.com, make an account, and join the, the Discord there, because uh, we, we need more people on that website, I think.
Yeah, I, I think so. They have like a live chat, and they had a forum board too. And the forum yeah. board was um, a lot of bots, basically. So um, <laughs> right. we need so, to all get together, chase them, drown out their posts with with yes. good posts. You know what I mean about yeah. how much those guys are doing a good thing, and they're and they're doing great stuff over there. You know what I mean? They don't deserve bots on Twix Live. They they really don't. They don't deserve bots. These are these are very nice older people who just want to play Twixt, and so I think they need our support. <laughs> Andrew, would you rather be betwixt salacious crumb and a Twi'lek slave? Or betwixt two galactic senators. Okay, now we're talking. We got the Star Wars reference into this episode. Perfect. Uh, everybody can take a shot at home. All right, let's see here. Salacious Chrome and Twi'lek dancers. So in this case, I'm pretty much Jabba the Hutt. Or between two galactic senators. See, a lot of people rag on the galactic senate stuff from the prequels and say that it's boring, but I find it interesting. I really want to know more about how the galaxy politics work. You know, I, I want yeah. a... I want a Star Wars show. Okay, Disney Plus, listen up. I want a Star Wars show that's like like the West Wing or something like that, um, where it's just politics and no space fighting at all. Andrew, I love this. You yeah. had me. You had me at Star Wars West Wing, baby. Uh, yeah, you, I'm going with that it, one. It, it might only have uh, us viewing, but uh, I'm with you. That sounds great. <laughs> all right, Pete. So would you rather be on a long subway ride betwixt two people with very bad body odor or betwixt two people with visible dandruff or possibly lice you aren't sure oh interesting so smell or potentially wow that's potential really rough. lice potential lice but that's you're a not tough sure about one, the lice. andrew but we're not sure also hmm until you get a closer look it's got i guess it's got to be smell because the lice could be you know have far, more far-reaching effects if they are if they are in fact lice so i probably shouldn't right. take that chance and a smell i'll just eventually forget about know what i mean Absolutely. Lice can ruin like a whole week. You know, it's. Uh... Yeah, it's like I might have to do something after I get off the subway, whereas the yeah, smell, exactly. all I got to do is breathe fresh air and I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, I think you're right. Andrew, would you rather be betwixt Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker <laughs> on Mustafar, I, a.k.a. the middle ground, <laughs> or would you rather be, be betwixt Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Maul beneath the palace on Naboo? <laughs> This is kind okay, of so, honestly. This is kind of like the lion and steak, you know, and clown. And right, right. Bull this scenario. is uh, this is two Star Wars references in one episode. Uh, I, I, well, this is almost too much here. Um, so I would go but, episode. Uh, the way I picture this, Andrew, is you, of course, just kind of like do 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 do. You're just walking around, and all of a sudden you look up and you go, oh, uh oh, right. I'm in the middle of a huge lightsaber battle. You know what I mean? Right. Well, either way, I'm probably getting chopped in half because these guys are nuts yeah. with their lightsabers. So oh, yeah. I would go with the uh, Darth Maul one because one, uh, Darth Maul is great, and two, I'm on. That means I'm living on Naboo, which is a much nicer planet than that volcano planet, Mustafar. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And maybe your your family would like be able to recover your body on right. Naboo. I, th I think in Mustafar you just probably burn up like uh, you know like Anakin's legs. Right. Yeah, that would just be. I wouldn't want to live there. It seems very dangerous. Okay, so uh, welcome to Geography Edition of Would You Rather, Pete. Uh, I'm going to mm. test your geography knowledge here. Uh-oh. Um, would you rather be betwixt Greece and Romania or betwixt Brazil and Argentina? Answer carefully. Wow, wow, wow. Andrew, I have no idea what countries you're referring to. You're very <laughs> bad at this. Greece and Romania or uh, Brazil and what, Honduras? Ar Argentina. 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 Interesting. Well, Argentina does have a lot of escaped Nazis, but it's overall a nice country, very probably. Um, but you're not in Argentina. You're in the country I, that's I'm betwixt. betwixt it. Mm. Brazil's nice, too, but of course, um, 
what's his name over there? Maduro. He's a real problem. Mm. <laughs> but of course, Greece has its own set of problems. Know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Romania, I'm not as familiar with. But um, wow, 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 wow. Um, I think I'm gonna just go between Brazil and Argentina. Uh, okay, so and you're remind me again where that is. <laughs> So you're a real Paraguay guy, right? You you love there Paraguay. There we go. Oh, I thank know you. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you'd prefer Paraguay over Bulgaria any day. I I I thought that about you. Yeah. Ooh, Bulgaria. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, Andrew, honestly, that was great, but it's it time was to great. get bad. I'm talking a bad pitch. Bad pitch. Like a curveball way out of the strike zone. We're talking bad pitch here. This is the segment where Pete is going to pitch the game of Twixt as if he's the creator of the game and trying to get it published by me, the CEO of 3M, a plastic company, right, Pete? Is that Perfect. Yep, that sounds right. That sounds okay. good. All right, Andrew, so picture I finally make it through your tape factory of, <laughs> of traps. I'm covered all in the, tape. All the sticky tape. <laughs> You're covered in tape in my office. And I yeah. wander into your... I finally go, oof. I do one of those moves where I go, oof, and I slide into your office and, and slam the door shut with my back, and I breathe a sigh of relief, and I go, yeah. there's a lot of tape out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I go, hey, uh, thanks for having me. First of all, it's the 60s, so how about those hot, broad secretaries you got out there? <laughs> I mean, just like in, inappropriate right up top we talking about right, yeah uh, talking sexually about our our uh, f- fellow employees uh and yeah. then i go and, and how about those lazy hippies always protesting war and never contributing right. to society like us you know what i mean perfect i'm, Anywho, I'm, I'm loving it i'm loving you're it you're loving it already that's good see i know how to i know how to start a, a meeting in the right. 60s Anywho, you know how like a lot of popular games coming out now have uh, some wacky themes with like a lot of real world stuff in them, like the game of life or like get to the head of class, Stratego, stuff like that, you know, Milton Bradley's going crazy over there. Yeah. Kids are really loving those, right? They love those games, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm hating it. What if you just had <laughs> pegs and lines connecting those pegs, huh? I'm not uh, no soldiers, you know, mm. no uh, potential scenarios where people are going through life scenarios. I'm talking pegs and lines. Kids are going to get tired of talking about uh, talking robots and soldiers and stuff. You know what I mean? They're going to come around to recognize what's really fun here. Mm. Geometry. Okay? Okay. Uh, all right. Uh not quite following you, but all right, keep going. You know how everybody's rolling dice and they're digging it you know what i mean because it's fun it introduces chance Uh uh-huh dice love dice yes really mixes it up yep well there's no way that that's gonna hold up okay (laughs) i'm thinking uh, you take out all chance no chance at all it's all strategy Uh, and particularly if you mess up once the game's pretty much over but you still got to play it out doesn't that sound good I don't. I again. I'm not sure, but uh, there's got to be some kicker coming, right? I mean, something that yeah, makes this better. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Honestly, it doesn't even look great. That's the kicker. If you look at it from the top, it looks like a bunch of spider legs or veins or something like that. It's just a bunch uh, of branching lines. Everyone's, uh, uh, everyone's not going to be able to put their finger on why it skeeves them out. You know what I mean? But some mm-hmm. people are going to love it. You know, the kind of people who own spiders as pets. Those people are going to really dig it. Right. Uh, again, I'm just not. I'm not entirely sold on this idea. Here. Well, how about this? How okay. this is my ace in the hole. If we play our cards right, Mr. CEO. There mm-hmm. might even s- still be a, a small group of guys in their 50s and 60s still playing this on some sort of interconnected electronic network in the future, <laughs> long in the future, maybe, if we if we can get this right. 
that's ah. so that that you know that idea of like an, a connected uh, electric web you know what i mean that's just an that's another idea i came up with but don't worry about that for now what do you say <laughs> what do you say about this board game we got a deal well if i have to pick between some electronic interconnected web and a kind of connected web of plastic pieces on a game board I'm going mm-hmm. with the money maker. I'm go- I'm going with the game, baby. Let's let's make it. Now we're talking. Forget all about that electric web. Let's do the plastic web, baby. <laughs> and then we and then we shake hands extremely hard, basically, and then probably drink a bunch of uh, hard liquor or something like yeah, that. Yeah, perfect. Smoke and drink uh, during office hours. Yeah. <laughs> and that that was a bad pitch right there for sure. <laughs> Andrew, is your stomach growling or is that a, a uh, is that a bear I'm hearing? Oh. <laughs> It is a bear and it's attacking. Oh my goodness gracious here. We got to we got to watch out for that bear attack. Bear attack. In this segment we're talking about you're being chased by a bear. What part of this game are you going to throw at it to deter the bear attack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. one idea I have, Andrew, is if I have enough time, you know, if I have a much of a as, an, enough of a uh, a lead, I'm probably going to set up a few fences. Okay. Yes. It could eat, it could maybe trip him. You know what I mean? If he's very light, bear. You know what I mean? As we know, <laughs> the pieces are very light, too light, maybe some even too would light. say. But <laughs> yeah. but if it's but if it is a young, you know, very light bear, maybe two, or just like a very thin bear, you know, it came out of hibernation just then or something like that. Might trip uh-huh. him up. Know what I mean? Yeah, possible. Also might just make him stop and pause and look at it and go, wait, what am I about to step on? Know what I mean? Well, um, you and I kind of went for the same uh, idea here. So I'll just say that it's, it is a well-known fact. Kind of like you know how if you make a line of, I'm not sure, what is it, a line of chalk or a line of cinnamon or something like that and you're in your like kitchen and then ants won't cross it. Have you heard about this before? Yeah, it's a good point. I just go into my spice rack and either pick cinnamon or chalk. You know what I mean? One <laughs> of my... Uh... <laughs> I forgot which one it is. Make baking soda or something? I don't know. You make a line and then ants won't cross it. I like to put a little chalk in my oatmeal every I, uh, morning. Yeah, yeah. This is, we're, 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 we're getting to the new, new lows of, of spice use. You know what I mean? They have to make fun of what, what, how, how white people don't use spice and everything like that. And it's like, right. actually, we're like raising our finger and being like, actually, I do. It's called chalk. You know what I mean? This is uh, Mike Pence's favorite, the spice. Yeah. <laughs> That'll age well. But um, yeah. I know exactly what you mean, Andrew. There's some, so you create some sort of boundary using the spice yeah. and then they go, well, so- what? Bears are typically known for not crossing a line of plastic. That's that's all I'm getting at here. Yes, yes, yes. You've hit on it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if that doesn't work, I don't know, Andrew. I have another idea. Maybe, like, lean the board against a tree. You know what I mean? Maybe he'll think it's a honeycomb because it has all the dots oh, on it. Yeah. And he starts pawing at that instead. Gives you a little bit more time to, to run away. He's going to probably figure out there's no honey in it pretty quickly. But right. you never know. I think they usually just smash that stuff around for a while to see what's going on with it. So. Well, well, I guess we both kind of agree that you can't really throw any part of this game at a bear to deter it. You, yeah. You, you, because these darts trap. are way too small. I mean, unless you have some super powerful, like, dart gun that you're blowing into or something like that, mm. you might get real accurate with these darts. But um, Yeah, if you happen to be carrying with you a super high-velocity, high-accuracy <laughs> dart gun... You're in luck. <laughs> get all get all the darts out of there first of all. At that yeah, point. in which and, case, and, <laughs> take away your ammo and put the uh, put, put the, the uh, pegs in the there. Twix pegs in there, <laughs> because you got to <laughs> stick to the segment. You got to stick to the rules of the segment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Life yeah. and death emergency situation. Unfortunate news. Uh, <laughs> just uh, just open an email. Unfortunate news. We have had a viewer die because they tried <laughs> to stick to our segment during a bear attack. <laughs> 
do not try this uh, when you're in the wilderness, people. Now, one thing I would have you guys try out there, the what we what we're gonna have you do next, if you happen to come in contact with some extraterrestrials. Extraterrestrials. I know our audience, and I know that several of them have come in contact with extraterrestrials. At least they say yeah. they have. So I've, I've read about them in the tabloids, at least. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of like former presidents who listen to our podcast, and <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> that's like where we are. Of, like Nixon shaking the hand of like a, a right. gray. You know what I mean? That's where we're, we're advertising. We're we're putting all of our money, our all our advertising money for this podcast into the the. Uh, the tabloids and stuff like that or the uh former presidents yeah 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 <laughs> well and specifically like tragically i think the most proud my my mother my democrat mother will ever be is if i tell her that george w bush likes my podcast we're at that point <laughs> we're at that point in history where they've they've whitewashed the 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 background of all the former presidents and uh and and you know our, our parents and our aunts are like remember when george w bush was so great and it's like um check please uh just just get in the politics people love the politics in this podcast. all the okay, bushes good. are all the bushes are are loving uh loving the talk about extraterrestrials uh, yeah, here we go. So extraterrestrials, are we show? I'm gonna say, uh, will I show this game to extraterrestrials if they've landed here? Why or why not? No, I'm, I'm gonna say no. I, hard no on this. I am not showing Twixt to the aliens. And uh, why? Well, and here's why. This is a game about getting in the way of each other, right? The whole game, you're like, whoop, excuse me, let me get up past mm -hmm. you. Oh, nope, you can't get past me. So I don't want them to see our planet as the thing to get in. I would just want them to pass right on by, be like, hey, go ahead, go, go I on got past. You. You know, I don't want them to stop here and be like, hey, you're in our way. Why don't we blow up your whole planet? You know, I want right, them to just right. pass right on by. We got to put our hands up and say, we're not obstructionists. You know what I mean? Right. We don't exactly. obstruct anything. You know what I mean? Exactly. And and they go, oh, really? And they point at uh, Twix with their thumb. They go, what about this game? And we go, ooh, yeah. boy, you know, pulling our collar. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I'll be like, no, it's, that's it's, a good no, point. it's not in print anymore. But trust me, there's... <laughs> Hasbro yeah, burned yeah. all the copies. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, trust me. Uh, here, listen to this uh, this guy on the internet who hates the fact that Hasbro isn't letting him play Twix. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but by that time, it's too late. It's it's uh, it's too late. Already. It's an Alderaan yeah. situation. To it's too late. To quote that guy has already fired his you know rifle at the alien and started the war. You know, <laughs> and then they just write an Alderaan situation. So they just they literally just put their ship in reverse and blow it blow up the entire planet. All right, what do you say, Pete? You think yes or no? Andrew, I also want the aliens to leave, but I'm going to say yes. I'm going to show oh, them Twixt. Okay. Uh, because I think that they'll just get bored and leave, Andrew. I think they're going <laughs> to... I think, oh, no. sit, I think they're going to sit down to play this game, Andrew. And then after no. the game's over... Yeah, after the game is over, they're just going to be like, all right, well... Uh, Thanks, thanks for that and everything. Uh, it was cool getting to know uh, Earth and everything, but uh, you know, we just remembered we're gonna be late for this thing, so uh, we're definitely gonna like text you though. We'll hit you up, you know what I mean? And then they just like pull away as fast as they can. <laughs> uh, see, now you've been you've been uh, burying the lead. Yes, you have been a little bit. I think this is gonna lead into our next. Uh, the end of our show is gonna be a little contentious here. I have a feeling. Here, let's so. get right into it, Andrew. I can't wait. Let's let's answer the question. Two could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? Yeah, Andrew, let's talk about how sure we are that two people should play this game. Let's put a percentage on it from zero to 100% sure. 
that they should play it, Andrew. You want to lead us off? Oh, yeah, I sure will. I really like this game. I think that it uh, requires a lot of... You know, I felt myself getting better at it. You learn little tricks. You learn how to kind of, like, have a future move come up, which I love doing. All of a sudden, you put, like, mm-hmm. two or three fences on there. You learn little strategies. I, I I think it's a fun game to get better at. So I'm, I'm going to give this... It's not my favorite game in the world, but it's a, definitely up there. I, I, would lo- I love to play it. So I'm going to say... I am 83% sure the two people should play this game. Mm-hmm, Why mm-hmm. so specific? I don't know. Uh, I'm right there with you, Andrew. I agree with everything you said. It's a fun little game that uh, you can feel yourself getting better oh. at. Oh, good. But uh, I think the main question I usually uh, I'm going to be asking in this situation is, why the heck would I do it, Andrew? <laughs> I'm giving it a 31% chance what? that two people should play this game, Andrew. Listen, it's fine. It's fine. I had an okay time playing it. It's an abstract, you know, uh, and uh, has some strategies that you can get better at and blah, 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 blah. But why? Why? Why would I do it? Is was the question that just kept nagging my mind as we were playing it, Andrew. You know, of course you can play better games. That I, I take that with a grain of salt. But even just the game in and of itself on a vacuum, I was just like, there's something about this game that I have no interest in coming back to, basically. Oh, wow, really? It just, it's, it's just started to push me towards... Uh, the frayed edge where i where the the lines start to blur i go well wait could anything be an abstract game you know what i mean (laughs) you know if i start flipping pennies at a wall or whatever uh is that an abstract game you know what i mean uh am i gonna get better at it maybe why would i do it you know what i mean it's one of those kinds of things okay i think you're wrong 31 that's too low for me but uh, okay yep 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 i am i'm only 31 percent sure that somebody should play this game quite frankly so andrew why don't we go ahead and visit our leaderboard and see where this stacks up then leaderboard okay so we're going to take a look at the leaderboard and the way we do our leaderboard here of course is we're going to take my correct score and pete's incorrect score and uh average them together (laughs) (laughs) uh so we're going to take 83 uh plus 31 divide by two we're going to wind up with a grand total of oh 57 we are officially 57 percent sure that two people should play Twixt. And, there um, it is. Accurate. <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't know if that's so accurate. It's a little low, but it's it's okay. That's going to fall at number 16 on our leaderboard, Andrew. Wow, 16. Now, that's only 16 out of, what, 19? Is our 19th episode now? So That's, that's right. That's, that's right. way close to the bottom. Although, it's still... I don't know if this, this counts as being in those bottom three games. It's right above connect four which is only at 25 percent, so it's like more than twice yeah good point <laughs> it's it's not in the complete dumpster where we have connect four guess who in battleship currently yeah. it, it is in that that next that next tier up or so which is um leaning against the dumpster on the outside <laughs> <laughs> well it's above 50 percent, so it's like above and below 50 percent. so far all of them are above 50 percent, except for those bottom three which are just total garbage yeah that is true if you want to check out the total garbage that is our leaderboard you can go to our tumblr again at two can play that game podcast.tumblr.com or you know what you can also check out sometimes we tweet these things on our twitter at two play that pod or maybe even on instagram at two can play that game podcast on instagram that sounds great, Andrew. You can look at more garbage there, you know. <laughs> see, the, see the stack of garbage and then maybe even the stack of great ones on top, know what I mean, by going and uh, checking out our leaderboard. Well, Andrew, I've got to ask you, are we cool? Are we cool? 
Uh, I thought I could get out of this show without answering this question, but I guess we'll have to get to it. Are we cool? So, uh, how many friendship Keep points? you back in. <laughs> how many friendship points did the game of Twixt make our friendship move around, up or down? Andrew, I'm going to say it made our friendship go up by one point. Ooh, wow, interesting. So and here's why. Okay. Yeah, I, in my opinion, we'll probably just want to do something else. So this isn't the last thing we'll do for the night. You know what I mean? I, I don't think we I don't think we would want to end the night on this note. We might just uh, leave the game, and and I might go say something like, Yeah, okay. Uh, maybe you want to maybe do a quick this uh, quick round of this other thing real quick before we hang up. You know what I mean? That, <laughs> uh, and that would be pretty cool. You know? So it's almost like it's. Um, forcing us to do something really I fun. I see. I was thinking more in the moment of this game, and uh, I actually had us at minus one on our friendship meter on this <gasps> game. <laughs> yes. Just because uh, it's, a, it's a fun game, it's challenging for my brain, but boy, sometimes you can get real frustrated. You think, you think you've got it all, and then the person just gets in your way, and there's no way around them, you know? Yeah, yeah, it can be very confrontational. Just want to go around. I'm at minus one, so that's going to put us at a zero for our, at least our friendship is still the way it was before we started playing this game so that's good tranquil peaceful zero <laughs> that's what we're, we're a bunch of zeros over here that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it puts us right where we should be you zero know, goose egg <laughs> before we go i just want to remind everybody get on the twix live what is it called twixlive.com get on there it's it's a hoot. maybe you'll see us over there who knows maybe maybe so talk to people's dads um i, I would say send us you know, send us your pics of your of your Twixt if you have a copy, or your Twix. Uh, you know, Dan will love that. So yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> anyway, uh, we want you to tune in next time uh, to our show here because there will be another episode. We will return unless you get another friend, then you can't tune in. That's right. In that case, you're going to want to tune into Three Cheers for Games, where every time someone makes a move, they cheer three times. Honestly. You know, maybe you shouldn't listen to that one. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, that is annoying. It's all right. It's like hip hip hooray. It's like it get, really gets in the way of the conversation. Yeah, it's mainly hip hip hooray too, is what they say as well. <laughs> so it just seems kind of over and over again. Imagine hearing hip hip hooray the first time. You go, oh, I haven't heard that in a long time. That's kind of funny. And you hear it again. You go, hmm, funny. What are they doing? A funny thing? But you know, the podcast is roughly two hours long. You know what I mean? So yeah. by the by the eightieth time you've heard hip hip hooray, you know it's. Uh, Kind of like those guys who are always saying that they only have one friend. It's the same joke over and over and over again. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be a bad move. Okay, yeah, that'd that'd be really bad. Hopefully nobody's putting all their uh, poker chips on that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?